This is the OKest Hunter podcast. Never pass on shooter bucks. That's just me, the freezer. It's your tag. You hunt how you want. This is OKest Hunter. Welcome to the OKS Hunter podcast, coming at you from all over the place. So here in Wisconsin, we got Oconomowoc in the house, we got Lake Mills in the house, and we got West Bennett House representing. Raise the roof, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're doing a pre-recording because I can't make it in the studio Tuesday. And if I can't make it in, I guess you guys could, but that would be weird. Well, I mean, if you really want to trust us handling all those controls... I could I mean, train might, you guys. I should we do might that. record the whole thing in robot voice. And oh, that could be entertaining. Yeah. It could be really fun. Who knows? You could go down some real weird paths with that. I yeah, should do it right good. now. It's like if you're asking for permission on someone's property, you could just be like, I'm here to uh, ask if I can hunt your property. <laughs> yeah, that's like going to be a no for me, dog. It's going to be a no for me, dog. We're brought to you by Half Rack. <laughs> Half Rack is our presenting partner. Why they chose to do that with us. I mean, yes, those guys like reach out to their customer support and be like, I heard about you guys on the OHP podcast and uh, what the hell's going on and, and see what they say. But 50% off if you 15. I want to make sure I'm articulating that correctly. Not 50, 15% off with code OHP. Check it out. Did you guys see all the uh, updates from Spartan Forge that dropped? I just started looking through. I actually had to renew today. Oh, all right. And yeah, I had to renew my, my membership today. And uh, I did not get to play around with it a whole lot. I've seen lots of posts online about the LiDAR and people posting pictures of some pretty wild-looking maps. So I'm excited to play with it. There's a ton, dude. There's a ton. I took a, um, a screenshot and some video screenshots. One of the screenshots I took was like, the the first screen that popped up when it was like hey there's some updates you should probably take a look at these and it was uh it was like the the map legend the the number of things that you can slice on just the map legend there's obviously so access permitted no access conditional you got green red and yellow for those things and and that's if you're knocking on doors so i think you know derek you knock on a lot of doors for turkey hunting greg you knock on a couple doors here and there in farm country uh, yeah, in fact, I've, I've been using that feature, so I just kind of—it's just easier to pick out of the map, you know, from wide open distance. You know, when you're when you're just looking at the big scheme of things, I can I can pick those green spots out that I have permission on. It's pretty cool. And then there's obviously like ownership is private, but there's also like a pink color for a new owner. Like if someone just moved in, that's probably going to change your access. If you don't know that person. So if the property has changed, if there's been a sale or something, I'm assuming they're getting this from, I don't know if it's MLS or, or wherever the plat book. And there's probably a lot of digital properties. I don't know how they do all that stuff, but yeah, there's lots of ways to slice BLM, federal wilderness state, you know, the different types of access trails. Then you have aggregate cultural uh, filters too. Like uh, what the hell is that word? Deciduous forest. Can someone explain to me what the heck that is? Leafy trees, the trees that lose their leaves. Okay. Non non coniferous. Non, non coniferous. So coniferous is pine trees. Deciduous is oaks and maples. Okay. And Hold on. What did you? What was the first one? Non coniferous is is not pine tree. But then if if deciduous is also leafy, isn't that the same? Are you saying the same thing? No. So like so, I, I was just saying, a deciduous is non conifer. Like it's not a pine tree. So anything not pine tree no hemlocks like like greg said you're looking at like ash maple elm oak anything that's leafy that loses its leaves every year yep okay well we're, we're gonna need a we're gonna uh bill if you're listening at some point we're gonna need a <laughs> glossary of terms for this but i think i understand grassland wetlands fruits corn wheat etc you know root crops mixed th- crops who's for a guy who's a thesaurus with everything else in life <laughs> i would think you'd be able to grasp the whole of that yeah, well, I just have to spend some time with it. That's all. That's all. But d- yeah, whatever. Okay. 
anyway, you, you pop it open and you get that out of the gate. And what happened to me is I, I loaded it up uh, after the update, you know, and my maps weren't loading. It was just a black screen. So I could see everything else but no map. And I reached out to support and um, I just had to log out and log back in. And it worked just great. So I should just share it with someone that moved in to a condom walk uh, area nearby. Uh, they're, they're on a piece of property that they can actually hunt. And they were showing me some pictures just on like Google. So I sent back because I figured out where they were. And I sent back screenshots of where they live. Uh, but on Spartan Forge, he's like, holy shit. What <laughs> app is this? What is this? How do you, you can see my trail? And he was like freaking out. He's like, that's the tree that I'm, that's the holy shit. And uh, so he's kind of like really going gonzo with the UAV stuff. And I was doing like, oh, you want to see what was in the corn crop last year? Oh, look at that. Looks like it was beans. And, and so just, yeah, it's a very powerful, powerful app. Check it out. Use code OHP, 20% off. I'm giving them a little bit of room on the floor here just because of those updates. And it's exciting. And that was a good tip, though, because uh, on a lot of the forums, a lot of guys who just did the update trying to get the LiDAR were experiencing issues with the app. So anyone who has the app, if you just did the update, log out, log back in, because that seemed to be the fix for a lot of people. So before you dive down the hole of customer support, try that out, see if that does you any favors. And I didn't really mention LiDAR because we've been talking about that. But I, I looked at LiDAR in the area I hunt for gun because it is very hill, very bluff, lots of creek creeks cutting through terrain crevices um i've been very much so enjoying that uh because it's giving me a couple more tidbits like i know the area pretty well but i'm like look at this little extra bench or this little knob i didn't see and it's kind of cool like it really is i the naked rat thing that i said a long time ago i stand by the naked rat you know i don't know derek if you heard that one but i i I don't know that one, but I'm interested. <laughs> I just, Explain that. It's just LiDAR is showing you the, the, the terrain with the topography and the slope angle. Um, and it's just, it, it's no foliage at, at all whatsoever. So it just strips down. So it's like this gray, barren, desert-like, you know, view. But to me, I think it's like looking at like a, a furless rat or something. Because it just, you can see every little wrinkle in that rat's fur. You would never see that with all that fur on there, but you, you shave it all off. Are you putting that broadhead on your tongue? What are you doing, Greg? Oh, my God. You're dumber than the guys that put their hands in crocodile mouths. Just an animal. He, he was a sword swallower in college. He's just reliving some of the glory days. Oh, you're going to be a heart attack. Explain to your wife how you sliced your freaking tongue wide open. Well, you got to explain to your wife how you slice your hand open every day. Well, everyone got to see it on video, <laughs> actually. So that one's no, no explanation there. But uh, that's what the whole thing is. But anyway, and then as you're out, the hunting season is about to turn over. So I'm really excited. Like Go Wild activity at the Go Wild app. Time to go wild.com is really picked up. There's a lot of activity there. It's it's pretty wild. Vlog <laughs> uh, your time as you're doing that stuff and earn some points and, and save that money. And then uh, we're all in Latitude Saddles. Derek, I think you got one of the X-Wing platforms headed your way. Uh, and by your way, I think it's heading my way, and then I'll give it to you. So uh, whenever that arrives, you'll be the only one on the OKS Hunter crew running a platform because those things are just hard to come by. Um, so I'm excited for you to get into that. I think Greg and I have other platforms that we're using, so we're hodgepodging a little bit. But I got the Latitude 2, uh, the Method 2 setup that I am enjoying quite a bit. I uh, got to shoot some arrows out of it and just kind of putzing around in the yard. Kind of just at the bottom of the tree, nothing special, but just trying to get a little bit more comfortable here and there. Greg uh, had me trying to shoot arrows, and my kids were crawling on my car and running around <laughs> the house. It was, it was, luckily, no one got shot. Luckily. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I mean, when, when does it open up? The 16th, right? 16th on Saturday, man. So, I mean, today's the 10th. So we have, yeah, a, a week, a little, a hair less than a week here in Wisconsin. Where are you guys at? <laughs> Whew. Gregory, where are you at? <laughs> and where am I at? I'm right here in my basement. That's where I'm at. Well, it looks like you're sharpening broadheads. It seems pretty darn prepared. <laughs> well, um, you know, earlier we were kind of sharing messages back and forth. You know, you were shooting. I did some shooting. I, I had to get out and do some shooting. I had kind of a long week with work. So um, deer hunting has been on my mind, but uh, it's reality check time. You know, it's right here coming quick we're uh we're six days away 
when this airs will be even closer, right? So <laughs> that's a good point. Confident in my shooting, confident I'll be able to climb up a tree. Got a few places picked out. Um, when it comes to a target buck, I do not have one. Um, I have no no details on one, so that's going to be are you lying? Pretty much are you lying? I'm not lying. I'm not lying about that. Trail cam pictures don't do anything for me. We we all know this, right? I've, I've, every year I get some nice deer on camera and I might have an encounter with one of them one time in the year and I usually screw it up. Okay. So I have fun running the cameras, but I am not uh, 100% confident in my ability to put any of those deer down. I'm going to go have fun. I'm going to go start... Uh, start filling my obligations, start filling my tags. Uh, and so that's probably going to be go whacking. Will you start there right away? Early season? Yeah, I think so. Um, I'm dust the cobwebs off. Yeah. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I'm going to go, we'll see what my work schedule's like. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get out before season actually to check my cameras. And again, I'm not going to rely solely on what I see in those cameras because things are going to change if they haven't changed already. Um, a couple of the mobile cams I have out, they've been silent, like nothing's nothing's going on. I even, you know, send picture send signal to them to take a picture. There's nothing going on, so they are working. Batteries are good, all as well. It's just the deer aren't back there yet. Once some pressure gets in there. They'll be there. But that's kind of how you, you intended to set up that way. Uh, you right. you are trying to anticipate those moves, right? Yeah. Try to anticipate if the if that is such a thing. Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens back in there. How how so okay, confidence is good, shooting's comfortable, you're you're feeling solid there. Uh gear you're always pretty squared away with your gear you probably tightened up bolts and purchased new bolts and got some new nuts on some things and you've, you've done your your homework there and yeah got it all squared away platforms all ready to go you made me so you, what kind of changes have you made to your setup this season from last season well like you and derek we got some pretty cool new sticks so if there's one thing i would like to do is get those silenced before uh before we go out, I don't know if that's going to happen because if I go and order something, I'd be lucky if it shows up by the weekend. Um, I've got some other materials I can put on there. I can hodgepodge something. Get some hockey stick tape. On it. Yeah, I've got some hockey tape. So that's probably what's going on there. Feel good about all that? About as good as I can. It's just to keep things from going clang, right? Yeah. And, and they don't clang. I mean, they just... They make a different noise, more of a hollow thump than they do a, a clang like any old aluminum stick would. What about you, Derek? Any, anything's better than metallic, but uh, yeah, I did. I'm yeah. in the same boat as Greg there. I actually just put an order in. I got a roll of stealth strips. Um, yeah. yeah, I just ordered it like two days ago, so we'll see if it gets here. But I thought of doing the same, wrapping our sticks, because I definitely plan on using those carbon sticks this season and putting them to the test. Um, my buddy, Dave fellow, we talk about once in a while, he had bought a, <clears throat> a bow hanger for one of his tree stands, the sidekick lone wolf custom gear sidekick. He couldn't get it to sit the way he wanted. So he passed that off to me, which was pretty nice of him. So I put that on today, got that set up on my stand. How'd that work? Um, uh, pretty good. It's like an extended one. So it's like the newer custom gear stands, I think have like a port in the actual platform where you can okay. put one bolt in and then you can rotate it so it doesn't stick out the side all the time. You can rotate it. Uh, this was not that one, and I don't have the newer stand. I got the older one. But uh, I was able to get it sorted out where I could do the same thing. So I got one bolt in. It sticks out the side so I can put my bow in there, and then I can rotate it flush to the front. So that's set up pretty good. Ooh! That, that one's sharp nice. enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one's good. Yeah, so Greg and I were shooting some arrows today and sending videos back and forth and feeling pretty good about the bow. Shooting good. Broadheads I got to pick up this week. They're ordered. I got to stop in at Cabela's and pick them up. Um, I haven't gone through 
clothes or any of the other gear stuff yet, but yeah, we'll Guilty. figure out that'll Guilty. happen the night before. <laughs> right. It <laughs> <laughs> well, smells like a suitcase a little bit, but that'll eh, be fine. Yeah. So I don't know. Things are, things are fairly set. Um, I've got a bunch of trail cameras out on a piece that I'm kind of focusing in on and seems to be a lot of other people also focusing on that piece. There's a lot of action there, but, um, I think the deer will be in there all season, so I'll be able to chase them around a little bit. So I got ideas, but not positive what's going on yet. Might try to sneak out one day this week and uh, check a few of them that are in kind of spots I know I can get in and out pretty easy without messing stuff up. And then uh, the idea is probably to make it out Saturday. I don't know if I'll go in the morning, um, but the afternoon for sure. Yeah, I think mornings are tough early season. I mean, there's plenty of people that will disagree and you've probably had success because maybe their, their situation's different. But like, I know a lot of the places that where you and I are going to consider hunting, that's kind of a bedding area where they're probably in there already as we're walking or they're making their way. in as we're trying to make our way back in there without getting yeah. busted and it's pretty difficult. So yeah. evening evenings are better for us. Yeah. I, I got that false confidence for some earlier in the summer camera pulls and had some nice bucks that were making their way back into the bedding area in daylight. But I'm sure now that they're hard horned, they're probably playing the game of, Oh, I better go hang out in that bedding area for a good hour before it gets light first. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see what's on the cameras, but it's probably going to be an evening hunt. And then uh, Eric, <clears throat> our buddy, uh, Randy that we met oh, last yeah. year. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He and I have been in contact and cause he plans on hunting out in the same area. So one of the Smart guys of him to reach out to you and not me, <laughs> <laughs> one of the guys that we, we met on the public last season. Um, he and I have been talking and try to compare notes a little bit and we might actually, uh, kind of hunt together opening night. He kind of showed me where he's thinking. I kind of showed him where I was thinking. So we were talking about the wind and how we can kind of help each other out. So kind of cool cool thing there that you meet somebody and work together yeah. instead of working against them it really is it's way more beneficial for both parties at hand well it's pretty cool that he yeah, i mean he's one of the folks that we happen to run into and he has an open and a, an abundant mindset towards hunting i think that's a great a great mindset because then you can hey i'm gonna be here and we're in the same area um and you guys have a shared interest and you equally want a good outcome for one another and yourself so it's just like yeah you can inform each other then it just it, it actually makes you a better hunter with more opportunities for success because if you were to be close-minded about it and uh off-putting and try to like you know say try to screw someone over like well i'm gonna not be here that day and you lie so it's like telling the not telling the doctor all the symptoms you had like you try to tell the doctor you drank 20 beers or <laughs> or you know you know you can't tell you can't lie you got to be forthcoming so they can solve the problem or whatever you're and if you're just going to omit then they can't help you and if you're going to lie to someone or put, point them a different direction or whatever then you might not get the best outcome not to mention karma is going to come back and bite you in the butt but i think that's pretty cool because then it's like you're not going to duplicate your efforts on the same property you'll know how that property is being burned up from pressure it not completely because there's still a whole bunch of other hunters but that's one step closer one step better than you could have been if you didn't have that extra person to tell you and inform you some things. Well, yeah, he, he and I were talking tonight. He went in and I think he put a camera up today, he said, and uh, told me that he thought he was way back in a spot he wanted to hunt and turning around looking for a tree to hang the camera in, and there was a camera pointer right at him. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, it, it helps us all. Like, I can inform him where I'm seeing pressure and cameras and guys, and that way we don't have to spend a whole bunch of time looking at areas that other people are already occupying and mess them up. So like yeah. you said, we're kind of working like-minded and trying to figure it out. Yeah, it's cool. And then, but you wonder where, where the honesty starts to just trail off a little bit. Like, so I saw a huge one. Like, do you just not like, <laughs> do you not tell them about the, you know, if you see a, you know, 12 point drop time, like, do you be like, <laughs> No, man, I didn't see anything super good tonight. <laughs> well, shit. Shit, I'm not even telling you guys if I see a 12-point drop. <laughs> you know, what, yeah, but then that's like, uh, I was fishing. You don't tell anybody until that thing's on the ground. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I would tell you. Man, eight guys saw that. Yeah, you yeah, tell me. I'm, I'm harmless. But, and I'm certainly not going to go in and try to, like, 
scoop in the and then try to swoop in and take someone's buck. Not that I even have the capability to do so, but uh, luck can play a good role for me. And maybe, maybe I could. I could get real lucky. Be like, well, Clark did it. He freaking got lucky. He shot it twenty miles away from where I saw it. How did that happen? It showed up. And anyway, I'm just talking trash. No, but that's a that's a good little point. Like the lucking into a deer, right? Like that works really, really good when deer are moving a lot. Late October, November. Yeah. Anybody can get into luck. But like Eric, you were talking, you may not even hunt in September. And like for guys who don't have the time to like scout and go look at spots beforehand, it's probably not a horrible call because the deer are not moving far in September. And if you are hunting public and you don't have a great food source right next to you, I mean, you're going to really have to do a lot of scouting and homework to try to figure out what in the heck to do. Otherwise, you might just be like, burning time that you could have saved up and used later in the year when maybe there was more luck to be found that yeah it's funny because i what we talked about this with uh kevin vistason we talked about this with working class guys in this reality check of like what's your plan well my plan is to have fun oh, okay great ha 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 but no like really because i don't i haven't had any time to and, and that's not entirely true but i haven't put forth the time this is so Man, I read a lot of books, Greg, to your point about the thesaurus stuff, but there's this this, uh, new terminology I'm coming to grips with that I'm still not totally on board with, but it's this Einstein, Einstein time. Einstein, Einstein said time comes from you, not the other way around. And he talks about relativity and stuff. So like I could certainly make time and it's a really weird concept. I actually don't know that I like it uh, completely. (laughs) I'm, I'm like, yeah, bullshit, but okay. And the whole thing is like, well, if I put my hand on a hot stove, that's going to feel like a very, very long time. But if I spend time with my kids, it's going to feel like a very, I didn't have enough time. And so like, it really does come from you. So could I put more time in the deer woods? You never feel like you have enough time. I think you could put in 10,000 hours and you feel like it wouldn't be enough because you want more of that time. Just so you want more time with your kids. I don't want time at work. I don't want my hand on a hot burner. I don't want to be, you know, pooping out the jalapeno poppers that I had during the Packer game tomorrow. That's going to be painful. I want that time to end immediately. Oh, that's more information when everybody (laughs) needed. But to that end, I didn't have a ton of the, the, the time that I wanted to put into it. And therefore, to Derek's point, because I don't have any of that intel, that homework, that scouting, I'd be going in like more blind than normal and it yeah it's early season there's still mosquitoes there's some misery with that it's hot there's food everywhere for these animals i don't have anything patterned so i think i could save all those brownie points and and by you know late october early november when i've had most of my luck (laughs) my wife would be like you know what you haven't hunted all season you should go and if I, you want to talk about success, if I can get my wife to tell me I should go, that is a new level of achievement. And I it's think like that's, je- what I, that's what I'm aiming for this season. It's like a Jedi mind trick right there. <laughs> I like it. That's, that's my, that is my, there, there it is. That's my goal. My goal is to authentically have my, like, what's the, what's the other saying? Like, if you want someone to take their coat off, you can't just you know, get a leaf blower and blow it off of them. You got to make them feel warm and cozy and, and, and then they want to take it off. Like I want my wife to say that on her own. I don't want to coax her into saying it just like being She'll an exemplar, just like being an exemplar. Like I don't want anyone to do what I'm doing. Cause I say I'm doing it. I want people to just watch what I'm doing at a high level and be like, wow, I'm inspired. I had some guy tell me that he said, I ran uh, 10, eight miles because I saw you ran 10. And he told me in, in person, because I happened to see him at like a gathering. And I, I was like, if I, had I never seen me, I wouldn't have ever known that. But he's like, oh, dude, no, you inspired me to run because you were running all summer. And I wanted to do it, too. I felt like I should be doing it. And I was like, oh, that's that's it right there. That's the exemplar mentality. I can't be an exemplar for my wife. It doesn't work. But if I could get her to say that by just <laughs> moping around all season. <laughs> I love that Eric has a philosophy behind this. And, it's some you know, sort and of, Greg is straight up realism. She's never going to say that. that I don't know. Dude. No. <laughs> well, then, not. Greg, if, we should throw down a you're bet. Be because if it, happens, couch, if it happens, you're gonna Greg. Be, you're going to be sitting around on the couch, moping like a puppy dog, looking outside, waiting for Master to come home. And Master ain't coming home for you, buddy. He just ain't. <laughs> 
Dude, if I be, if I literally well, played well, my season I like that, I wonder what the deer are doing right now. I don't know, but you got stuff to do around here, Eric. So you better pick it up and get to I, cleaning over I there. I wonder what she would do. I wonder what she would do if I literally didn't do it and didn't hunt, and like, and just didn't even say shit about it. I wonder if she'd she, be like, "What?" She'd probably like, be a little happier come November. That's it. That's it. I I think you know if I I can. Uh, have a happier i mean do you remember the question when when jace asked which by the way i forgot to do interviews last week when you guys were here that was dumb because we should have been doing ask, that i was gonna ask you what 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 the scoop was with that yeah i gotta be doing it it's gotta we gotta do just like we did last year but the, the remember the question when he said and this is on one of the episodes like how's your rut home life and derek looked like i swear to god derek it looked like you're gonna punch him in the face <laughs> you're like my what like because you you and your wife were just you were just explaining, like, man, it's not going great. <laughs> like, and then he asks you that question. You're like, what's wrong with you? I just told you. It's not. Why would you ask me that publicly? But to your point, Eric, it wasn't going great because I wasn't waiting for her to ask me to go. And I was just going. And maybe it would work better if I had not gone and then waited for her to be like, oh, you really need to spend some tree stand therapy time by yourself. Yeah, yeah. But I, I do become a lot happier. But so this is it. This is it. Like, so I get happier because I'm I'm like, you know, in the woods, I'm I'm resetting and it's all great. I'm, I'm fulfilling my soul. I, I'm like, I'm, I'm obviously doing the thing that I love. I'm getting breaks from the kids from work. Meanwhile, my, my wife is getting going the opposite direction. It's getting worse for her. She's getting less happy, less time for herself, less everything because I'm the one over consuming so then it's like imbalanced and yeah i but but it's in theory it all sounds great what's gonna what what likely has happened my wife tells me what happened is that what what does happen is a sickness comes over me and i literally cannot help myself and suddenly it's like ooh, that cold front i i gotta go i gotta go i gotta go can i go and like a kid with with a, with a mom, I'm like, can I go? And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. You got this, right? Like I'm gonna. I have to. You it's, know, I have to. It's the cold front. It's it's a cold front. Crazy, because then you get FOMO, fear of missing October. No, if you're missing out, like you you get so much FOMO that you can't even like the, if you think the deer are moving and you're not out there, you're like, well, then it's not gonna happen. <clears throat> I need to be out there. I only get to do this once a year. It's going to be a whole nother year before this opportunity exists. So my shit's, yeah, I, my shit's not like your guys' I got some work to do. And quite frankly, I, at some point, I want to shop for a new pack. I really like my pack. I like it a lot. It's the XOP. I forget what it's called. Greg probably knows what it's called. Yeah, I don't remember what, what pack that is. Cause Green. They've, they've changed it since. It's nice. It's very, very nice. It's got a lot of great functionality and the quality and the durability is really good. Like the zippers are smooth, easy, quiet. They're durable enough. They're not like breaking. I've bought a lot of packs from big box stores that just, they're not good at all. They, you know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about. And this yeah. one's good. And and the, like the front flap opens all the way open, like completely, like it could just dump all the way out. And uh, it's got little clips to clip like your platform on your sticks, whatever. I think it's great. However, I, I now that I've got these new sticks, um, I, I don't know how I want to piece it all together. And I feel like I want a bigger bag that could fit it inside the bag, at least the platform. So I don't know. I do have backpack straps for my platform, too, but that feels awkward. Like, I don't want to put that on my back and then my pack on my back. That's not because you have a. You've got a bigger platform, don't you? It's yeah. So I mean, I think platforms Dude, that are relatively. Dude, half of a point five. It's it's big. It it doesn't. It's not so big, but it is bigger. But I now that I have it, I've been hunting out of it. Hunting out of it once it's, you know, uh, cam yeah, cam locked to the tree. It's great. Like I don't know that I would want something super small. Like I initially thought I did, and then uh, I ended up getting that because I needed something for season. The smaller one wasn't ready yet. And uh, so I'm just making that work for me pretty well. I like it. I like it. It's light. It's good. It, it, it sticks to the tree. Like, it's actually pretty dangerous. Like, you don't want to hit your ankle on that damn thing. You'll, it'll pierce your, it'll fuck you up, man. Uh, Those things are sharp as hell. Yeah. But that's the Lone Wolf Custom Gear Predator platform, I think. Right? Predator? Saddle platform? It's a saddle platform. I don't know what they call it. I don't know what they call their saddle. It's the bigger one. That's, that's the Kunert's Ambush. Ambush. Is that what it is? Yeah. Thanks, Greg. Yep. Don't don't listen to me. 
but I do like it, and I, I'm but I'm trying to figure out how to piece this all together now because I was like last season I was. You guys, you'd be surprised. I'm the OKS hunter. I do everything really hard. I'm, I'm mostly Polish, you know, when it comes down to it. My my mom's last name is ending in a ski, so like it's in my blood. I will do everything the hard way. But that said, I I got myself to a pretty efficient place with my gear, and I did get pretty quiet with everything, which I was proud of. And it was it was my little system. It wasn't a flawless system. Not everything worked in concert together, but I had it working pretty good for what I'm doing. So this year, I'm feeling like I'm a little out of whack, and I'm not sure how I want to hold the latitude sticks together amongst themselves. I don't know how I want to hold them onto the, the to the pack. I'm not trying to spend a bunch of money on a new pack, but I'm also curious. I don't even know. I've never entered the world of packs. Like there's Mystery Ranch, there's Kuyu, Kafaru, there's uh, probably other Kiru brands. Stock. Um, yeah, Mystery Ranch makes the Treehouse series, which a lot of guys like. Um, I, think I just the Everly Stock Bandit has been a pretty popular model for a lot of guys carrying the same gear we are. Um, there's one, but it's just... about 140 bucks to buy it. That's not terrible. Um, that's not terrible. $140 for a pack. That seems actually pretty affordable. I'm surprised. The one that I <clears throat> saw recently was from Kefaru, the crossover kit. Have you guys seen this one? No. It's it's really seemingly designed for a Western setup, but it's saying like it's also highly capable for whitetail. Like if you're going to pack a deer or an elk out, it can do that. But because it can do that, it actually lends itself really well for the whitetail world. And we're not backed by these guys. I'm just talking about it. It Like that fold-out compartment where you would have your meat storage is where you could put your sticks and your platform. So it's sandwiched between bag and another part of the bag. And then there's nothing on the outside bulking out and sticking out for metal to clank on branches. So you're kind of protecting it. to, to like It's like a sandwich. Like the platform and sticks then become the meat of, and cheese of the sandwich. From what, so I'm looking at like that's the kind of bag I think I want is one that can do something like that, but I don't know. Meat, meats and cheeses, huh? Mm-hmm. I want a sandwich of, bag. You need some of those in your bag for sure. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, let's talk about that. Did you guys see the new design that's dropping? The all day sit. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I wasn't sure if I should say all day sit or all day hunt. By the way, I think people get it, but I was like, maybe I shouldn't be more explicit about what i'm trying to say here all i day think the hunt. right the right people get it because i say all day sit i don't say all day hunt what do you guys say when you're hunting all day it's an all day sit you're sitting all day that's right or is it an all day hunt i think i say sit it's a, yeah sit works and then i thought our, our buddy good sit good sit uh oh yeah thank you for mentioning which is that, another product i'm looking at that's another new thing that I'm using this year is our buddy Brian that I met last year down in Illinois. Um, been doing an awesome job getting himself out there. He's been on tons of podcasts. But, yes. uh, I'm using I'm using some of his Good Sit Productions mobile stuff. So I got a I just ordered. He's got like a GoPro mount. Since we got the GoPro that goes like up above you. Yep. Nice little paracord, super simple. And I'm using a couple of his uh, trail camera mounts, the elevated mounts that angle down. And I tell you what. Usually I don't like finicking with that kind of stuff, and I just do what I do. But those things were freaking slick. Setting those up, very nice. I've uh, I ordered a bow hanger from him, so I'm gonna Did try you? that. Yeah, we're gonna see how that works. Cool. Interesting. Yeah, I was browsing his site today because I was trying to find some other ways to hold the latitude sticks together. And it looks like what he has is paracord. It goes around the little like uh, clips that you'd do the same way you'd set up on our tree, but then you're only putting pressure on the middle. I don't know how tight you can make that. Like, cause those things can, they stack great, but I want ways to like cinch them down at the top and the bottom too. So I almost wonder, and I was looking at latitudes website and I didn't notice, right? At least I couldn't find, and I can reach out to them and ask too, is they have that when you buy the sticks, they, they give you that little rubber rubberized uh, belt, if you will. Right. Yep. And there's one of them, and it does its job, but it's one. I'm like, well, can I just buy a couple more of those? And they didn't have just those by themselves. So I actually want to message them and be like, can you guys, how do I get just these? Or can I find something like that somewhere else? I don't I don't remember what those are called. I want to say they're like, you can buy them like bulldog straps or something like that. But some company makes those. You know, there is a company it, out there that makes them, yeah. 
different sizes, widths, and you know, for different amounts of. And then you got those, put on those rubberized, uh, coated, giant twisty ties. You know, I know. People yeah, use the those night too, ice, but the night ice gear ties they work in a pinch, but I don't think they're going to hold long term. Especially if you're walking, things are bouncing; they'll loosen up. Right. Um, they don't cinch per se, but I think they're. It's a nice, a nice to have tool in your toolkit for various things. Right. I forget what I use mine for. I think I gave one. I think I got my dad some of those at some point. My wife's like, "That's what you're getting your dad." I'm like, "No, you don't understand." This is a great gift. <laughs> Some cases, it could be a third hand up in the tree. It's pretty handy to have them. Yeah. <clears throat> now, Greg, uh, Eric was talking about his pack before. You run a backpack, don't you? Well, you were running like I, a molly pack or something. Like, you got like, did you go to so, Sherpers and some military surplus sort of get that? No, that was an online purchase. I got, so I bought the bag. I had the harness already, the, the shoulder straps already for tree stand. Well, I got rid of the tree stand and kept the harness or the, or the yeah, the, the uh, shoulder pads and uh, so I bought a Molly 2 rucksack and then they make a frame that goes inside of it, a poly frame so I have that and that's that's way too big honestly like it's fine for an all day sit with a, a whole pack of little Debbies um, <laughs> you know and maybe a hamburger and a couple of other sandwiches mm. I throw a side order of fries in that thing and still be okay you can fit all your warming layers Leader in there cola. too right when you're walking in you can oh, yeah. get your puffy yeah, jacket totally. and... yeah it but it's not a quiet not a quiet pack you know like yeah. if you walk through brush and something slaps that thing it will make noise um it's better for rucking that's what i was using for rucking throwing a 20 pound weight in it 30 pound weight in it and walking around on the pass over here but it uh it's really not the best for deer hunting. I got an old Gander Mountain pack, a backpack with a bunch of uh, webbing on it, and I can fit my sticks on it. My platform will probably fit inside of it, but I'm almost better off putting those sticks inside of it and stacking them in there. Have um, you seen? Have but, you seen the? Uh, see this one? I don't know. I'm looking at like so. I don't know if you guys know, but Sitka has packs. And they're yeah, but I gotta take out a mortgage on my cardboard box. I, well, I, no, I know, but 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 at that point, like packs are all fairly expensive. So at that price mm-hmm. level, like suddenly Sitka becomes some sort of consideration because they have their fanatic pack, which is like all it's all dead quiet. But I'm like, well, can it get wet? I imagine it could because it's outdoors. Well, what's it made of? It's if made it, out of like this silent, in... silent dude. It's a literally is it, is it a Berber like that? I don't know, sweater material almost. If that's the case, I don't want it because that's going to be a burn magnet everywhere I go. Yeah, you have to look at it. They, they're Because they've thought of like everything that you can put in this damn thing. You know, it's it's crazy. But then I've seen like a Mystery Ranch pack. It's about the same price. You're looking at 260 bucks for some of these. 240, Ooh. 260, 200, Ooh. 180. And I'm like, is that what it costs for a nice pack? Like, I don't, I'm I don't, I don't that, I've never the, had to purchase this before. Stock- the bandit pack from Everly Stock sounds about the best option for what we're trying to do. It's Everly? not super How expensive. How much is it? What is it? It's like 140 bucks. Okay. See, I'm cheap and I am a minimalist when it comes to that. That's I'm why sorry. I'm looking at going, I already have this, this Gander Mountain pack. Is it waterproof? No. Is it quiet? Fairly quiet. Uh, does it have all the straps I need on it? Almost. It'll yep. work for yep. now. I, you know, as much as I would love to spend money on a nicer pack. I can't stand wearing backpacks just because yeah. I'm just like a hot guy. Like, Dude, pack like is that. always sweaty. But, but I would just get so sweaty. So, like, I've always done fanny packs. And I've got, uh, I think it's like an Alps called, like, Little Bear. They make a Little Bear and a Big Bear. And the Little Bear was on Camel Fire one day for, like, 45 bucks. And you got to, I got the shoulder straps to go with it. So, like, they go over so you can hold stuff you know, a little bit more. And then I just sewed extra straps because there's like buckle straps under the fanny pack. You can put your clothes, strap them up, and then I can put my sticks on top, strap those up. So I got all kinds of buckles on that sucker, but it keeps my back open. And the pack itself is only like this big. I can fit my video camera in there, my release, my range finder. Okay. So you, sque- 
you sweet talk the home ec teacher into sewing some stuff on there for you. Oh no, no, no. I you dirty have done old that. sailor, you. I should have done that. I you should see my sew job, Greg. Here, <laughs> I used. Here's what I did. I used some what forty pound spider wire. Oh, there you go. And I sewed that sucker on there, <laughs> so it sewed together with fishing line. Hey man, necessity is the mother of all invention. I'm I do the kafaru stuff is like, I think the lowest pack dude, I have is two hundred. Awesome. It's two hundred. The lowest price pack is two hundred. Uh, yeah. It goes, dude. The one it's I was awesome referencing, stuff, but I had no frame reference. Fifteen hundred dollars. That's a that's a what? no. That's a no well, dog. A, yeah, that's well, all made in America. I mean, yeah, fifteen hundred dollars. But it's but it's like a, it's cool. a kit. It's a system. It's a lot of the stuff is for the Western hunter. Exactly. So, but one thing I saw they have here, they have a cargo net. And so I'm like, oh, that's what if I were to like slap a cargo net of some sort, not theirs, because that said sold on. It's expensive. I could, I wonder if I could just slap something like that on the bag I have to like deal with the stuff I'm looking to deal with. That I'm just tell you what, I'm just gonna go to Ace and buy a couple bungee cords and we'll just be done with it. <clears throat> well, I think you use like uh, the strap they give you with those carbon sticks in mm -hmm. the middle, right? Strap yeah. them. If yep. you had a if you had a pack that had a vertical, you know, like a buckle that went horizontal up top and a buckle that went horizontal on the outside or on the side of it that you can cinch down to keep top and bottom tight, that wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. There are some cheap packs that feature that kind of stuff. Yeah. I didn't make I didn't mean to make this a dialogue about I don't want to go on all in the, all in on packs here cuz it's not going to happen this year anyways. Like I'm going to have to just like jerry rig this but setup you did. for the season. Here we are. Yeah. But that's the kind of stuff like you talk about systems and setups and gear and you, you got to get comfortable with your stuff. You got to feel confident with your setup so you can go in and, and like recreate these because you're what I learned last season or two seasons ago, two seasons ago was this whole concept of like micro movements. That was a new concept to me. I, it's so funny. I've been a mobile hunter my entire, my entire hunting life. I've been a mobile hunter without realizing it. What are you, are you in the bathroom? What are you doing, Greg? No, don't, don't ask. You're talking about micro movements and wanking under the covers over there. <laughs> that was before we were recording, but that's okay. Um, no micro movements. Like people you tear down and set up inside of the same hunt to make a move. And, and that was like a new thought to me that I was like, holy shit, people actually do that because it's always been such a pain and so difficult for me to get up into a tree and out of a tree that it was like, that was never even a thought that occurred. And so now that I got this really efficient setup, I'm like, oh, I might get down and set up a little bit closer and make a, a small adjustment within the same hunt. And if you're not feeling great with your gear and if you're hunting public land, because if you're a private, like maybe you got a stationary setup and you're good to go, like you got your spots or whatever. But in public, if you're doing that kind of stuff, it's like you want to be as efficient as possible and quiet. And like, and I tell you that, dude, Murphy's Law is all around me when I'm in the woods. Like I will anything that I can F up, I will F up. So I'm not feeling super confident about my my shit this year right now. Like I'm like, I've not had, you know. I don't know enough time to like feel real good about it. But also once I get that time, I usually, I can figure it out pretty quick. I just got to sit down and do it. And it's hard when you got kids running around, buzzing your ears, grabbing your stuff. Like my kids are grabbing crow calls and squirrel calls. Next thing you know, it's like they're running around like a bunch of ant literal animals. And uh, I'm like, okay, now they've taken half of the stuff I had laid out in the driveway and I don't know where anything is anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's really hard. You, you made it a free for all when you brought your, uh, brought your pack right in there. So but that's it. I, like I have no other opportunities for it. Like we don't, here's the thing. No one wants to babysit three children. No one wants to do that. And I don't expect anyone that would want to. And I also don't, I don't want to wish it on. So I'm not going to throw my three kids on another adult human. And I can only tax my wife so much. And we can only tax our mother-in-law so much. Uh, you know, it's just like, there's just not that many folks that are nearby that are willing, able, capable, and, and have a desire. Nor, not to mention, it's expensive if we were to really get into it. I'm not trying to do that either. So you got to just make the time when you have it with your little ones running around. And then they just become part of the whole situation. They're just so damn young that they're chaos. Organizing anything with those little minions around is very difficult. I can attest that, I mean... 
things are everywhere in drawers that don't belong. <laughs> and half the time, it's not even them. It's me putting something down, trying to get them off the roof. But well, then you forget. You're right. <laughs> so that's what fault, it was. I'll blame them. Yeah. I'll blame them. <laughs> oh, man. Greg grabbed a pack. I saw you. That's what you're doing. Yeah. So mine, uh, mine has one middle strap right here across the back. And then it's got two on the bottom that I can actually crisscross. Okay. Across nice. the bottom of that stick. So you're so like your sticks aren't clanking around well. too much. Those, well, I only have one stick on here, so I'll uh, I'll let you know how it goes with a stack of three. But honestly, I don't see how they're going to clank around a ton once I get them all stacked in there. We'll find out. Yeah, I'd like to see. That's what I'm curious about: how people are are using these things. And and everyone's got because you're most most people aren't buying into a system out of the gate like we've we've been either hand me down things no. and you've you've slowly purchased things every every season you buy one new arsenal one new thing one new whatever whatever and then over time you start to get all your stuff but it's pretty rare that you just step into it in one foul swoop with this perfect system so you are kind of everyone's kind of like reinventing their own wheels a little bit like the wheel's been invented we're just kind of making iterations as a collective so you look at like some of these facebook groups or the the folks on uh, go wild and how do you do this or how do you do that there's a thousand ways that you could do it and so you're just picking out like okay what's the closest thing to what i have and how did this other person do this thing with that stuff and it's it's tricky because everyone has different things. There's so many different products on the market for all of these. Look at the packs. We just list off several. We don't know what the hell's going on there. Everyone has several sticks or several platforms. The three of us are running different platforms collectively. Like everyone's got a different a different way of doing this stuff. So it's all fun. Well, yeah, it's just fun to figure out. Too. Yeah, correct. That's the other thing. I mean, that's why I'm saying you're just going to like blow your whole load or your whole wad on like, I'm going to buy... I, if you give me five grand, I don't know if I could system my way into it. You know what I mean? It's crazy what this stuff costs, but I mean, I always justify it as if you're going to put it to use and beat the hell out of it and it's going to, you know, buy good stuff right away. Not just going to hang in your garage and you're going to say, well, I wish I, you know, blah, blah, blah. If you're going to use it, then yeah. it's worth it. Like I invested that the first closest system i ever bought was that custom gear i bought to stand and the sticks that went with it and it was expensive but man i feel like i've already got my money's worth out of it in a couple seasons yeah when it, you got that yeah was that two years ago together nice yeah i think so i remember because uh that was when we were just getting the drywall up in the studio here and i think i have a picture of dane sitting there because we were out in the front yard before we were recording checking it out and you yeah. put it on the tree and the pine tree in the front yard and i was like Oh yeah, that looks cool. Look at that. Is that what you're still using? By and large, is those sticks? Or that's what <coughs> yeah, you're using use, last uh, season? Well, I've I've been using that pretty much as my go-to, and then the saddle stuff here and there when I'm going to a spot where I know the saddle would work better, mm -hmm. then I'll bring the saddle. But uh, that stand is on my back most of the time. It's cool. So then, with the stand on your back, then. Are you clipping a backpack on the back of the stand? Are you like, are you using a fanny pack? Because you got to bring some gear out with you. Yeah, so that stand's got that seat that folds out and locks in. So yeah, it's like a shelf. So I sit, I sit my fanny pack right on top of there. Sometimes I'll just set the sticks across or lay some up. Set the fanny pack on, and then I'll just put the fanny pack, the waist belt, through the edge of the stand, and that acts as like my my it waist back yeah. or my waistband for the stand. So it's like sitting up on your hips a little bit. Then I got my shoulder strap, so it actually works out pretty slick. That's nice. I know when I was with Greg, you know, a couple seasons ago, and Greg was lending me his his lone wolf, lone wolf uh, alpha or whatever it was called, which is the, no, I no longer have. With the sticks, uh, the the uh, the sticks that have like the alternating, you know, it's not they're not double steps. Yep. They're the single steps. Yeah, the old school lone wolf steps. When I got those, I had those sticks and at the stand, so I didn't have it as the system when I was even younger. My dad got those sticks for me, and I was like, that was my first real piece of, like, legit hunting gear. And I was like, holy shit, this is a stick. You guys got to realize, I was using rope, rope, these weird rope L-hook things. I was climbing a tree one of those at a time. Cranfords? 
I don't know. The you old see, school cranford stuff. I've sucks. talked about these. Yeah, they they like a uh, you know cinch knot. You just put it around, wrap it around tree, yeah. cinch it up, and then that was one foot, and I had to go all the way up. So you know, I had to put I had a satchel of these things, and in the winter, the the rope would get cold, and it would clump together. It'd be a tangled mess. It's a damn nightmare. So when I got those sticks, I was like, holy shit, I can get twenty feet high with three pieces, three straps will get me there. I was like blown away. Uh, it was, but when I was going with you with the, with the system part of that same iteration, the, the single step sticks, I think you have a picture of me walking through the swamp. I hated, hated that on my back, hated it. I felt like I was so not nimble and not like ready to go. I was so like, I don't know what to call it. I, I just felt clunky and big Felt a little top heavy. Not very mobile. So like here you are, you're this mobile hunter. But I was like, well, not really. It was, certainly wasn't minimalist. It was it was a uh, like a giant turtle trying to walk through the woods. So I like my yeah, stuff I mean, now because I'm I just have like one small pack and it's things all have there. come a long way. Yes, things have come a long way. Hey, Derek. Hey, sorry about that. Uh, turns out my battery is dying quickly, so I was texting the wife, "Hey, emergency charger run, please. Can you oh, grab one nice. for me?" How do you get your? How do you get? Can you plug your headphones in your in the same time while it's charging? No, I'll just have to unplug my headphones and go. Uh, I think that'll still work. Just fine. That'll work fine. Yeah. Think, think the audio will be garbage? Nah. The mics on the on the <laughs> headphones be, run it'll pretty be, uh, It'll be okay. <laughs> the, the dude the mics on those headphones run really hot i think it'll the audio will probably be just fine but cool. no i i don't know like season's here am i excited hell yeah i'm excited man i'm, I'm i can't wait but i'm also gonna try to do this a little different this season <laughs> so i'm i'm hoping luck's gonna play a big role for me and i don't even know where i'm gonna be hunting guys i have no clue where i'm gonna go i didn't get the permission to the conservancy i got that notification uh, a week or two ago so no conservancy oh, properties shoot, for me. I was going to ask you about that. Did you get it? No, I didn't apply. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I had you muted. I didn't apply for it. Did you? Uh, did your dad get it? Yeah, we both applied. I actually owe him some money. <laughs> and, and no, we didn't get it. Nope. Nope. Sorry, dude. Yeah, they have other properties that you don't need the permit for. And I just don't know how many hunters know that you even need a permit for any of them. So I'm sure I feel like they're just full on access anyways. But my dad's hunted some of the other properties they have without the special access pass or whatever you want to call it permit and has seen nice bucks like has seen good deer. So it's kind of cool. You got going on back there. It's one of my bucks just hanging out. Looks like we got some antlers. Looks like some, a, some, some AI art. <laughs> the kids got out of bed. Listen. Big listen. kid got out of bed. If you saw this though, would you would you let it go or would you let it wait one year? I would shoot it. I would shoot it. This is a trick question. Hey, have fun, gentlemen. All right, thank All you. Right. It's, not, it's not our first podcast. It's okay. Um, that's the other thing too. Like you can't you can't tell your wife you're passing on deer. No, never. <laughs> like oh no, I just didn't see any. Wait, you had the chance to shoot one yeah. and end this misery, <laughs> and you didn't. Uh huh. And deer never you're, going again. <laughs> you're hunting two states, so you have opportunity at you know a couple of bucks this season, right? I mean, potentially, of course. Yeah, yeah. Opportunity, so, yes. Uh, opportunity. Maybe <laughs> we'll see, but uh, yeah, we're we're pretty optimistic. Me and two of my good buddies are going to go down and hunt the public um, in Illinois. We're going early season this year, so Illinois is one of the states that opens October one. Um, I think we might be there for the opener, but then we're going to wait a few days, and that second weekend we're going to spend a few days down there trying to make something happen early season. So um, that'll be fun. That'll be that'll be really fun. I haven't really done an early season trip in quite a long time since Nebraska. I think Greg, you and I were talking about that a little bit the other day, and it'd be fun to yeah. do something like that again. It would, but uh, kind of changes things when it's when it's early season like that. That's why I was trying to get those stealth strips 
on those carbon sticks as soon as possible because you, you're just trying to get a lot closer to where you think the deer are living because they're not traveling far, especially if that weather is warm. If it's over 70, you got to be pretty freaking tight to where they're at to have any luck. Did you get the but medium, really the medium sized uh, cell strips, by the way? Because the large, I think I did. Stock. I think I got the medium ones. How many did you get? Did you get three? Like, is that going to get your six covered, or what do you think? It was a sixty-inch long roll by like three and a half inches wide, maybe. So that should be plenty wide to cover yep. at least the front and sides. The front and sides of the sticks. As long as you got the front and the sides, was my thought. The back, yeah, because covered. the back doesn't. What's the no. front? The one on the back of the other one. And 60 inches long should have plenty of length there. I mean, eight yeah. inches long, so. Yep. Yeah, you, you think one, one thing, one roll ought to do the trick? I mean, it never hurts to have a little extra, but I think one roll is all I bought. That stuff's sticky, man. Yeah, you mess I, it up and it's hard to undo. You got to, so I imagine you're going to be cutting it. It gives you. Customize it, right? It gives you 20 inches per stick. And the sticks are 17 inches top to bottom. So you got a little room for overlap, top and bottom. Um, I think you'd be fine. And I just bought it straight from uh, Stealth Outdoors, but I see that Latitude on their website tells you a little Stealth Outdoors kit for the lat, you know, for their carbon stick. So it's got whatever X amount to try to cover it up. However, I didn't really see what their layout was, but I'm sure that's a good option too. Yeah, because it's got like they probably have a good awareness of the touch points. And so you, you wouldn't want to get the back of all of them because it's up on the tree. But while you stack the sticks, there may be some points where the sticks touch one another. And I think you maybe you do want the back in some cases. Well, no, they, they touch front to back. So if you have the front of one stick hitting the back of the other, you're covered. They're fine. Oh, maybe you're right. I don't know. I'm probably overthinking it, guys. That was kind of my thought when buying the roll. I was like, well, as long as I got enough to cover the front of everyone, you're stacking them front to back. So yeah, they, they do have the kit on the Latitude site. Uh, it says seven bucks. And what I'm not sure is, is if it's, oh, each kit covers per, exactly per, one stick. So, stick. so yeah, that's not bad, yeah. dude. Seven, that's 20, 20, 21 bucks to get your six covered. I think that's probably. If you go right to Stealth Outdoors and you want to do it all your own and cut it all down to the right size and so forth, you're gonna be pushing it with that one with that one roll. So if you get two, you're right around the yeah. same price. So if it gives saves you some headache, I think that's pretty cool. Interesting. Yeah. Cause uh yeah, Stealth has different kits for other sticks on their site, but I was like, I wasn't seeing latitude. I didn't realize latitude brought that over. Things I should know as one of our partners. <laughs> but 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 I know now, so it's okay. We're talking about it. <laughs> yeah. It's totally great. That's, that's what it's about. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to definitely try to get out in Wisconsin a few times um, before we go on the Illinois trip. I just want to run through the motions and, you know, sit in a stand and, you know, go through the motions a little bit, kind of get yep. back in the swing of things before we get down there. And then it's going to be like rubber hitting the road. We're going to be trying to make a lot happen in a short amount of time, probably in really hot weather. <laughs> so. It'd be a miracle if we put one down, but there's always a chance. There's always a chance. I mean, you never know. You just never know. I mean, like deer do deer things and, and other things push deer around dogs, coyotes, you know, neighbors, like cars. There's so many other factors and variables and who knows? Like you just never know what you're going to come across. That's why it's so fun. You get to do all this homework research and, and obsess over something for years on end. And then you get to go try your hand at it and and like go play the chess game they've been reading about for the last nine months or whatever it's been and i are like i can actually try all this stuff out and it's not a chess game because that's a controlled environment this is more this is harder than chess it'd be like a chess it'd be like your hands probably more like jumanji <laughs> than it is chess <laughs> <laughs> well yeah i saw the mosquitoes in jumanji and that's about par for yeah the oh wait there's a bee nest here oh there's spider webs i'm walking into oh i fell down this ditch oh i fell into a marsh i got my boots wrecked you know oh i dropped my thing on my like there's a thousand things this is made like a deer hunting game could you imagine if it were more like jumanji and it's like oh nope you you uh, forgot your toilet paper <laughs> like you you're gonna <laughs> 
Go find a leaf. Now you got poison ivy on your ass. It could get ugly. My poison ivy came back, by the way. Oh, How is that yeah, possible? Did you did you put some clothes on that can... still had it or something? I don't know, but it came. The doctor told me it, it. You know, it's real hard to get rid of. So I'm back on my second round of steroids. Oh man, um, steroids! You gotta yeah. feel real good. You're right on. Now. You're on pill form. Pill form. That's, yeah, I have like a topical yeah. cream, but I'm taking you know same exact dose of yeah. pills Top, for the next topical. twelve days. The topical cream does nothing. It it might relieve a little bit of pain uh, and a little bit of itch for a very short amount of time. Yeah. I when I had uh, poison sumac all up both arms and up my neck and other places it shouldn't have been. Uh, <laughs> I yeah I fought that stuff for a week with the with the topical and it was not not hardly putting a dent in it. I'm like nope not working. Uh, need something better. So now from here on out I I eat a pill. Just take it pill form done nice yeah interesting well i don't know, man i like like i said we'll see how it goes this season which is the name of our show <laughs> we're gonna have to call it something else this next year we get we got jace will be following <laughs> us around here and there we'll have to do some self-filming again to fill the gaps and be diligent about that if we if you guys don't mind we got gopros and all that stuff so hopefully we get a couple things captured it's always fun to have some good commentary one thing i learned from jace when doing the self-filming stuff is to always like have your, your beginning, middle end to like, this is where I am and this is what I'm doing, or this is my situation that I'm encountering or, and Oh, this is how it's going so far. And this is how it went. And without those things, it's just, you have no frame of reference as a viewer. Like, well, what day is it? it like what happened today? Oh, my, you know, my wife actually told me I could go hunt today. She was one that said it. And now I'm on my way to go hunt this public property that I've, been to once and uh it's freezing or the wind's doing the wrong thing and then you check in later oh yeah the wind's totally ass backwards and i am freezing but i'm happy to be out here and how did it go it ended hey i got one or whatever you know i didn't or i saw one those are all critical points to, to capture and then anything else is just b-roll stuff that maybe like will make the cut or not i don't know jace is pretty conservative about what makes the cut if he's trying to fit that story narrative or whatever that ends up being, which is the office where the office show of the hunting world. That's how it, uh, I think that's how it is. That's how it came out to be, which is the that's goal. That's how it's going to be. How many broadheads? We didn't choose you... it. It chose us. It chose us. That's right. Greg, how many broadheads have you sharpened? Two. I'm, uh, it's just, it's a timely process. Man. Yeah, it's, it's been an hour. You only sharpened two? Over this and... Holy crap. Mm-hmm. 30 what, uh, what broadheads are you sharpening? So this is a grizzly stick samurai. This is a, a single bevel, so it's got nice straight edges. It's pretty easy. Um, I just took it to a smoother piece of leather just to see how much more sharp I could get it. Um, and then the other one is the, the old Silver Flame XL. That one, because it's got that uh, radius edge on it, that one takes a little bit more skill in learning how to follow the edge. So I've been actually working with a real narrow piece of leather on that and uh, a fine stone. Kind of went, went and worked it with the fine stone, hit it with the leather. Still wasn't get what I wanted out of it, so I hit it with the fine stone again. Now I'm going to go back to leather. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> and those shoot pretty good for you so far? Like, have you shot with broadheads on yeah, that? Yeah, I was surprised. I mean, you see how wide this XL is? It's um, a big cut. Yeah, 35 yards, I can plunk a bullseye, no problem with it. Wow. I was quite surprised. And, yeah, it's a vented head, but it doesn't make a ton of noise. So uh, it'll be like throwing a very sharp hatchet through a deer. Is there a bleeder on there or no? No. A grizzly stick does not do bleeders at all. And as much as we want to say it's kind of wrong to not do so, they had plenty of success without bleeders. Um we're gonna find out i'm hoping to run one of these two through a doe this weekend hell yeah sounds there weird hearing that this weekend but that's yeah, what it's gonna yeah. be we're finally yeah, here that's what it's so gonna weird. Be. well hopefully everyone that tuned in uh i don't know if we had any value that we've given you on today's episode as we just are shooting the shit about ourselves here but hopefully you're excited your season may have started depending on what state you're in or it's about to start or it's going to start soon thereafter and we're here. We're, this is it. Like, this is it. We, we, what's what we've been waiting for? Like, this is it, you know? 
Yeah, I'm gonna fuck up the whole Let's thing go. with my wife. I'm gonna totally jack that up. It's not gonna go well. I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna make some major <laughs> mistake there. Everything I said in the beginning, throw it out the window. I'm already getting all jacked up. It's gonna be a problem. <laughs> yeah. Two weeks. I'll give you two weeks before you say I have to go. Yeah. Well, the other thing too, by the way, with the gears that we got these, we got the solo canoe and we got the the paddler kayak thing. Uh, was that the? It was a paddler. It's the PDL 120. Yeah, the PDL 120. You can pedal on it. Which, with with water conditions around here, is is not going to be very. Just very don't bring the paddler pedal. part. Just don't don't even take that with you. Still, yeah. you can still kayak with it, just like a kayak. Which it is, doesn't. But just make sure when you pull the pedals out, you keep your cell phone stowed away somewhere where it's not going to drop down the pedal hole. <laughs> Did you do that? Serious? No. All right. But I can see I, it uh, happening. I've got the uh, Zolo canoe at my house currently. I grabbed it from Matt to yep. run back to you, but I forgot been, we weren't doing podcasts this week. That's so. a, that thing's been horning around. It's great. It's well, pretty light. What is it like? I nice think it's canoe. only like four, 30, 40 pounds. Yeah, somewhere in there. It's pretty nice, uh, nice little boat. It's a canoe that's the size of a kayak. And you sit in it, not on mm-hmm. it. Like the canoe, you're kind of up on a bench, a little bit higher up. You're kind of in this thing with a nice back, backrest chair, and it's pretty maneuverable. It's camouflage. It's yeah. very nice. Derek, you it's got try a, it out. a kayak style chair in it. Yeah, I might, I'm thinking about it. I I really I love the water access stuff, guys. So like I'm I, that's the other part of this setup this year that I'm excited to see. Like, how am I gonna? fit all the stuff in there where's it all gonna go because that's a new thing i've never used these pieces of equipment before i have my giant ass old town canoe that i've had forever that my father-in-law uh i don't know how i got it but it just ended up staying here i think he wanted one of his yard anymore now i like now it's mine i think i'm not really sure if it's mine or his but <laughs> it's here and i've used it it was on the video last you know the, the we'll see how it goes season one i had that's what you saw just a regular old canoe but these other ones are smaller so they're interesting. That's all I got. We can uh, wrap up. It's a Sunday night. We're pre-recording for Tuesday. So we're all going to go to work tomorrow. Yes, Yay. we are. Yay. <laughs> Hopefully all my kids are healthy. Yeah, I hope those kids get over whatever they got pretty quick, man. That sucks. Yep. Birthday, birthday <clears throat> September. <clears throat> went, down the, went down the pooper pretty quick with the beers running amok but hopefully everyone stays healthy for the opener and have fun good luck good luck out there guys